Welcome, everyone, to the Fanalyze Draft Review. All seven rounds of the draft are complete. And I know we're a little late on this, but we are going to be giving each team a grade, going in alphabetical order. Let's jump right into this. Starting off, the Arizona Cardinals. What do you guys have to say with that? Let's start with Alex here. Uh, I think they definitely won best player available the entire time. Um, Isaiah Simmons at pick eight was a really interesting pick. I don't think anybody expected them to go there. But uh, he's a really versatile defender, and it's going to help out that defense a lot. And then they did address the need of offensive tackle later in the draft with uh, Josh Jones out of Houston, who definitely slid. I think I expected him to go early second round. Yeah, Cardinals obviously picking the best player available. I'm surprised that Isaiah Simmons uh, went as far into the draft as he did. Um, they didn't exactly need his piece, but it's, it's great that they have him. Yeah, um, they ended up picking the offensive tackle back in the third round. So, I'm gonna give this draft. Yeah, a, uh, I'm gonna give it a B plus. By the way, I, I was about to say I'd give this a, a B plus. Isaiah Simmons. I was a little bit shocked that he fell to number eight. I was expecting Gettleman, the Giants, to get him, but uh, yeah, they were also able to get Josh Jones, pretty good offensive tackle from Houston. So uh, a lot of needs were filled here. I'd give them a B plus. Yeah, All right. yeah, I'll but, give them uh, a B plus as well. All right, moving on. The Atlanta Falcons. What do we have to say about the Falcons? Um, as you can see, they definitely addressed the defense heavily. They lost Desmond Trufant, and they weren't able to trade up to get anyone like um, Jeffrey Okuda, which I know that they Von Kinlaw. So they stayed put at 16 and got A.J. Terrell, the cornerback from Clemson. I really like that pick. They addressed the need. I do think there were – better corners on the board than A.J. Terrell. I would have preferred someone like Jalen Johnson, to be honest. But, yeah, they, they definitely addressed it. Um, the one pick that's a little bit of a head-scratcher for me is um, Matt Hennessy, you know, the Henny. Uh, I, he, they have Alex Mack. I know he's getting old, but, I mean, he's still playing at a high level. So I'm going to give this draft a uh, – I'm going to give it a B, just a, a round B. Yeah, all right. Yeah, they definitely beefed up the defense. I could see um... – I, it's not a lot of big names, not a lot of guys you've heard of, um, potential sleeper picks. So I guess I'll give it B minus. Yeah, I'd give it a B minus too. The AJ Terrell pick was a little bit surprising to me. I thought he was going to fall to maybe even the second round. Um, I like Marlon Davidson, defensive lineman out of Auburn, uh, that round two pick. <laughs> Matt Hennessy, a little bit of a head scratcher, but with Alex Matt getting old, they got to find a replacement. So. I'd give them a B minus, but anyway, moving on the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens had a, a really good draft. I felt I would give them an A. They got Patrick I'm giving them an a linebacker. Plus. They desperately needed him. I really like Justin Matabuki out of Texas A&M, it's and Mata- they got J.K. Dobbins. Matabuike. Oh, Mata-Buike. my apologies, Matabuike. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, I really uh, like this draft. When I'm get looking at this draft, they address their needs. They got two really good inside linebackers from Patrick Queen to Malik Harrison. They both do different things. I think Patrick Queen is more of the uh, pass coverage three-down linebacker, but Malik Harrison is the uh, the thumper, I guess you could call him, you know, getting downfield and helping out in the run game. Then you got a guy like Matt, Matt Abuike, who uh, he's really good at stopping the run, and then you get – J.K. Dobbins also in the second round, which I think was a steal. You know, he just you're going to go back to that pound the rock game where he just 
you have all these running backs that can just run downfield and, you know, get the yards. And I think that's what they're really, you know, known for. As for the wide receivers they picked, I think Devin Duvernay and James Prochet were really kind of sleeper picks. Uh, I think they're, they are actually going to turn out to be pretty solid. Yeah, definitely some mean-ass picks in here. Um, definitely got a hard-on when I saw Patrick Queen get picked up. Um, there's a lot of weapons. I'm really liking what the Baltimore Ravens are doing. I'll give them an A+. Plus. All right, we can all agree the uh, <laughs> Ravens with a really good draft. Um, Buffalo Bills are next. What do you guys think about the Bills? I'm giving them a uh, – I'll give them a B minus. I do like that they, it's right. they addressed a couple positions with uh, AJ Epineza and Zach Moss and Gabriel Davis, but I don't like the rest of the draft past that. Jake Fromm, I don't see why you drafted a backup quarterback. I think Matt Barkley was doing fine. Tyler Bass, you got a kicker. Great. You still have Steven Hauschka, I think. He was pretty solid. Isaiah Hodgins is a decent value pick for in the sixth round, but pick 28. And Dane Jackson, I'm pretty sure, is just a, you know, a filler. Yeah, I think A.J. Epinenza could have gone sooner. So I think that's a bit of a sleeper pick for them. Um, otherwise, I'm not really impressed with this draft. I'll give them a C. Yeah, I'm going to give them a C plus. I like their uh, second and third round picks, Zach Moss and A.J. Epinenza. But uh, the rest of the draft was a little bit confusing to me. I didn't feel like they needed to go wide receiver in the fourth round. Um, but they had a really good free agency. So yeah, I think they're that, in that should work out. In I favor. don't see why they drafted a quarterback in all these positions that aren't really key spots. I think you could have gotten more weapons for Josh Allen. Right, and the uh, Carolina Panthers are next. All defense, yeah, baby. All defense. I think we. I think this shows what Matt Rule was doing. And the fact that they didn't draft a um, a an inside linebacker, like especially when Isaiah Simmons was on the board, means that they believe in Shaq Thompson to be the next leader in the middle of that defense. So they built pieces around him. You see people like Derek Brown and Uter Grossmatos. They're getting pressure interior and on the outside with Brian Burns on one end and Grossmatos on the other. And then you address the safety and cornerback position, both of which you cut guys or let just let them walk with Jeremy Chin and Troy Pride. So I really like this draft a lot. I think it's a strong start for Matt Rule, and they definitely addressed the correct parts after they heavily focused on the offense and free agency. Yeah, I want to uh, pose a question here. Were you guys surprised? What did you think about them taking Derek Brown, interior defensive lineman, over Isaiah Simmons? We know Isaiah Simmons, super versatile, probably the second-best defensive player, but Derek Brown fills a huge need for them. What did you guys think about that? I'm not really bothered um, by it. it. Yeah, I have no <laughs> issue with it. I had Derek Brown going to him anyway, even without Isaiah Simmons going, so I don't really see an issue with this. I think he's a great tackle, and they'll be great for him. Yeah, the the thing I have to say about it is they let Gerald McCoy, they let Dontari Poe, the only guy that they retained was Kawan Short. I think they needed to get someone for that 3-4 front down in the for the three technique or the nose tackle, so... I think it was a smart pick by them, and like I said earlier, I think it believes that they show they show a lot of um, faith in Shaq Thompson to be the leader for that middle linebacker one spot. All right, fair enough. Next up, we have the Chicago Bears. What did you guys think about this? Uh, this is kind of I, a weird draft. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they addressed yeah, cornerback. I, I... Who's talking here? <laughs> 
All right, you go ahead. Okay. So I really like the pick of Cole Komet, but I don't really understand. I mean, it's a good fit for Chicago, I think, but they just signed Jimmy Graham. They have Adam Shaheen, Ben Broniker, among other guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he. I, I don't know what they're doing with that pick. They have, I think, 10 tight ends on roster right now. I do like the picks of Jalen Johnson and Kendall Vildor. Those are both sleeper cornerbacks, in my opinion. Uh, Jalen Johnson's really physical, and Ken, Kendall Vildor is a really great cover guy, in my opinion. Yeah, I think this is super boring. I really didn't see anything special. I'd like to see them go with like a defensive end, but whatever. Oh, I well, it's it's gonna it's gonna be kind of boring when all you have is two second round picks, and then the next pick you have is in round five. So. But yeah, yeah, Nicole Komet, that was a huge head scratcher. I don't know what they were thinking there. They have a uh, ton the, of time. I didn't give my grade now. on that one. I didn't get my grade on that one. I'm gonna give it a, a, a C a C, I think. Yeah, I'm not gonna go I'd C. I'd give plus. it a D. Really? I'll go C minus. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it, and no fault to them, but they only had they had two second round picks and then didn't have a pick till round five. There's not much you can do there. Yeah. So and the Cole Komet was just a bad pick in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on, the Cincinnati Bengals. A plus. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, I think I think they needed a change of the face of the franchise. They definitely got that in Joe Burrow, who a lot of people have said is the second best quarterback coming out since Andrew Luck. You get his weapon for the future in T. Higgins. I mean, uh, A.J. Green and John Ross's contracts are both up after this following season, especially after they declined John Ross's fifth-year option. And then after those two picks, you go heavy on the weaknesses of this defense. You already addressed the defensive tackle position when you got DJ Reader in free agency. You got Von Bell in free agency, the safety to help with the back end, and you signed two cornerbacks, two really solid cornerbacks in Trey Wins and Mackenzie Alexander. So the one position that isn't strong on that defense, in my opinion, would be linebacker, and you see – they spent three out of their seven picks on linebacker. Two of them, I think, are going to be really solid players, and Logan Wilson and Akeem Davis-Gathers. But uh, Marcus Bailey is a little bit of a risk, but, I mean, it's a great value pick for the seventh round. The other two guys, Khalid Kareem and Hakeem Adenji, uh, I don't really see maybe rotational guys at best. But I, I really do like that draft. Yeah, this is an A-plus draft. First two picks, Joe Burrow, you just picked up your face of the franchise for the next 10 years probably. T. Higgins, you just picked up a weapon for Joe Burrow, so I really like this as an A+. I'm glad. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit risky. I mean, T. Higgins, we don't know about his health yet, but if he can stay healthy, he will be a huge weapon for them in the future. Obviously, they were going to go with Burrow. I thought they might have gone a little more offensive line, shared that up. It's still a little shaky at this point. but um, Well, I think, yeah, I I think Joe Burrow like is going to come in. they got. What were you saying? Joe Burrow can come in. He could tell the offensive tackles what to do, and it's just going to be a good time. Yeah, I think uh, Joe Burrow is going to do a great job, especially when he's under pressure. He's the only quarterback in college football where his passer rating was above an 80, I think, which is pretty solid for being under pressure. So, And we've seen the plays he's made when he's escaped the pocket. But when I'm looking at this, I think, the was Joe Burrow coming in and T Higgins. I see this offense being this is a hot take here. I see it being top ten in the NFL. Wow, really? I think right. there's there's wow. so there's so many weapons. You could run four wide receivers out there and they would have all these different guys. You'd have to cover AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, John Rush, 
all of those guys do different things besides A.J. Green and T. Higgins, who are big kind of jump ball guys, and all you'd have to do is put the ball up for them and they could go and get it. And then you got you got yeah. John Ross that can go deep, and you got Tyler Board, who's a great route runner. I really don't know how much they're going to be able to do with A.J. Green, though, especially if T. Higgins is injured as well. Yeah. So I'm a little concerned about the weapons, but – yeah. I understand where you're coming from on it, but I, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with the A plus. I think this is one of the best drafts. I'd give him a solid B plus. Um, moving on though, the Cleveland Browns. What do you guys think we'll about the Browns? We'll let you go first, Lewis. Oh, why? Yeah. Thank you. Um, I thought Jedrick Wills was a great pick, and Grant Delpit's second round was an absolute steal. Um, not sure what they were doing with the uh, round four pick, Harrison Bryant, a tight end. Yeah, I don't know what Because they just got Austin, Austin Hooper, still have David Njoku. But um, overall, really good draft. I'd say A- minus for them. Yeah, I'm going to stick with an A- minus as well. I do like a lot. I do like their first two picks with Grant Delpit and uh, Jedrick Wills. I do like the Jacob Phillips pick as well. I think the LSU linebackers that came out were both really solid. Um and then I really like their last pick in the sixth round with Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's a big-bodied receiver, and he's still got really great speed. I think there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give this a B, a lot of potential. I really did like that Jedrick Wills pick. And I'll go ahead and agree with you, my man. Grant Delpit was a great steal in the second round. Yeah, I was definitely expecting Delpit to be gone first round, but him and McKinney still up in the second round. Um Next up, the Dallas Cowboys. Allow me to go first here. They, in my opinion, are one of the biggest winners of the draft. Uh-huh. A plus yeah, for, for them. Sure. They got a steal, yeah. CeeDee Lamb. They were able to pick up Trayvon Diggs, who's going to be a great NFL corner. Neville Gallimore. I mean, the list goes on and on. Just a fantastic draft for the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, obviously the top of their draft, like you said, was really good with CeeDee Lamb and Trayvon Diggs. But I'd like to look at their fourth and fifth round picks. Tyler Bidez is going to be the replacement for Travis Frederick at that center position. And he was a really solid player. He just slid, I think, because of injury concerns and a slightly poor play in uh, 2019. And then Bradley Anai, the defensive end from Utah, great upside. The production's there. It shows him getting to the passer. And uh, he's got a lot of power and finesse in his game. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and give this one an A. Filled almost every need. Steel, stole picks like C.D. Lamb. I mean, Trevon Diggs, it was amazing. So. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really smart of them. They didn't pay Byron Jones, yet they got Trayvon Diggs. Don't have to pay nearly as much for him. Really smart move there. I like what they did. Um, Next up, the Denver Broncos. I know Drew Locke would give this an A+. He got weapon after weapon after weapon. Um, What do you guys think about this? I'm going to give this an A. Uh, I really like their first couple picks with Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. You give him two weapons for the wide receiver position opposite of Cortland Sutton. And then you get him a center with Lloyd Cushenberry from LSU who protected Joe Burrow, who stood behind one of the best offensive lines in college football. And then later you get Albert Ogihimawan from tight end or for a tight end from Missouri. I don't really understand that pick because you signed people like Jeff Hireman and Nick Vanette and you have Noah Fant already and Jake Butt and, um, the tight end from Wisconsin, I'm forgetting his name. But, yeah, you have all these tight ends. I don't know why you brought in yet another one. But uh, And then Natane Muti, the guy, the offensive guard from Fresno State, was really solid. He was a sleeper pick, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I'm really excited to see Drew Locke as it is. But now that he has route runners like Jerry Judy, I would have liked to see CeeDee Lamb, but Jerry Judy is definitely uh, up to par with what they're doing on the Broncos. Definitely a lot of weapons. Um, I'm really excited for Broncos and like the AFC West as a whole as it comes to speed on offense. Yeah, I'd give it a B. J- Jerry Judy pick and the K.J. Hamler, they were pretty good picks. But um, I'm looking at the Lloyd Cushenberry. I like that a lot. And, um, yeah, I think the Broncos are going to be really good. That division is looking really solid. There's not a weak link there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up is the Detroit Lions. I think this – What do you guys think about the Lions? I think Lions? this team is drafting to save their jobs. When you look at Matt Patricia and – their GM, I don't know their GM's name, but I, I think they're both on the uh, the hot seat right now. And when you get Jeff Okuda, you are basically getting Darius Slay's replacement for a fraction of the cost. The DeAndre Swift pick was a little I do think Carrion Johnson isn't the guy, but uh, he's when he is on the field, he shows flashes of potential. And then I do like how they address the offensive line with Jonah Jackson and Lona Stenberg. That's pretty – I like those picks a lot. And then Quintez Cephas, who's a wide, the top cornerback in the draft, Jeff Okuda says the hardest receiver to cover that he's covered in college football was Quintez Cephas. All right. Yeah, I'll give this – I'd have to give this a solid B. They picked up the best corner. Um, second round, they picked up DeAndre Swift, um, what I thought was the best runner in the in the draft. So – Solid yeah. draft for the Lions, I mean. Yeah, I'd give it a B plus. I did like the DeAndre Swift move. Carryon Johnson, pretty good running back, but they could do a, a one-two punch there. That would be pretty deadly. Um, also, the Joni ja- Jonah Jackson out of Ohio State, really solid offensive lineman. Um, I like that they started to patch that O-line up. Uh, yeah, and like you said, um, wide receiver from Wisconsin, pretty good. So, they pretty much traded every, every yeah. pick. Fourth round, fourth round down. Yeah. Uh, next up, real um, controversial here. Green Bay D-minus. Packers. What do you guys think about this? No, B minus really that high. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> D-minus. This was D-minus. this was an awful draft. <laughs> I think you look at starting with the Jordan Love pick. I mean, I understand it a little bit. Rogers is getting old, but you had people on the board that you could have picked. You had Denzel Mims. You had you had all these you had T. Higgins. You had these weapons that you could have get. And then all of a sudden you pick people like AJ Dillon, Josiah DeGuara, these guys that you don't really need. It's bad. Yeah, man. Jordan Love. I don't understand it either. And then you go you go into AJ Dillon. You already have a great running back. I don't I don't know what you guys are trying to do, but yeah, I mean, this was a team that was one game away from making the Super Bowl, and it, it almost seems like they're drafting for a rebuild here. You know, they have Aaron yeah. Jones, but they got A.J. Dillon. Nothing against Dillon. I think he was a really big sleeper in this uh, I draft, think but it's on. not what they needed at all. Yeah, definitely. And they really re- reached on Josiah DeGuara. He was projected like a sixth-rounder, and they got him in the third. That was yeah. um, a little bit surprising to me. And then, obviously, the Jordan Love. Uh, I Moving along, we've got the Houston Texans up next. Not a lot of picks they had. They only had, um, I think, five or six. So what do you guys think about the Texans? I think it was a solid draft for what they had available to them. 
yeah, yeah, that's def- all I really have to say. About it. There's nothing <laughs> definitely special. not a, yeah, definitely not a lot of picks. Not enough to redeem themselves from the monstrosity of a free agency season. Uh, whatever, I'll give it C. Yeah, just give it a C. I liked uh, Ross Blacklock at a TCU, but um, that's the only significant one I saw. So. Moving right along, we've got the Indianapolis Colts. No first-rounder, but a lot of picks in this draft. What did you guys think? Uh, they they had a really solid draft, I think. I think it's – I'm going to give it an A- minus when I'm looking at it. Uh, Michael Pittman was a really nice fit for them. I think he's a great player to go opposite of T.Y. Hilton, Jonathan Taylor, strong, powerful running back. I do have a problem with his fumbling issues, but uh, he'll be a nice one-two punch with um, – with uh, Marlon Mack. And then Jacob Eason, again, was a really solid pick, in my opinion. Great value, fourth round, for getting a potential future starter. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go B-plus for them. Um, picked up a lot of solid pieces. Michael Pittman Jr., he's cool. Jonathan Taylor, that's a, that's not a bad pick. I mean, I, I also have a problem with the fumbling, but it, it's not a bad pick. Jacob Eason, I really like that pick out of Washington. So, uh, yeah, definitely b B-plus type of deal. Yeah, I'd say an A-minus. Uh, Michael Pittman's going to go really well with T.Y. Hilton. A lot of weapons for Phillip Rivers now. Uh, Jonathan Taylor will be a one-two punch with Marlon Mack. That'll be a pretty deadly backfield. But uh, moving on, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. They couldn't really go wrong here because they kind of need everything on their team. A lot of picks this draft, which is good for a rebuilding team. What did you guys think? Uh, they definitely got young. Uh, C.J. Henderson and Caleb on Chase on were both really great picks. You're solidifying the up front and the secondary with that. C.J. Henderson's going to be your new number one corner. And then Caleb on Chase on is going to be the guy that's opposite of Josh Allen last year. And then you get Devon Hamilton in the third round, who's a solid no, or a solid defensive tackle. He just didn't have a ton of production because, you know, you're on the same defensive line as uh, Chase Young. So I don't know how much production you would be able to get. And then they get wider wider on Johnson. This who I think in any other draft class probably would have been a second or first round pick. Uh yeah, I kinda like this draft. Um they definitely filled needs, which was pretty much everything. I don't know about taking CJ Henderson so early. That's a problem spot I think I had with them. Uh I like the Ben Barch pick. I tried his smoothie Solid three out of ten. It's some nasty stuff, but other than that, um, that's maybe that's maybe looks like it's straight. I've I've wanted to try oh, it. The Gatorade seems a little it, weird. It's, to me. No, it's not, it's not the Gatorade. It's the cottage cheese, bro. Oh, cottage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, put I cottage cheese. Wow. In, but yeah. Wow. That's All disgusting. Right, yeah. yeah, I'd say I like the CJ C. Henderson pick. Honestly, I felt like Smoothie he might have fallen a little bit, but um. Overall, I like this draft a lot. I thought LaVisca Chenault was a really good pick in round two. I'd give it a, a B plus. But moving on, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. A little bit of a shocker at the end of round one. What did you guys think about this? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I think, is going to be one of those new running backs that Patrick Mahomes has. He's going to be great coming out of the backfield. But I still think Damian Williams has some potential to be a great running back for them as for the rest of their draft when I look at Willie Gay Jr. uh, he's got a lot of off the field concerns but if Andy Reid can kind of rein him in I think I think they got a a sleeper 
Oh uh, yeah, um, I I'd give this like solid like B, B minus type of type of I'm draft for them. Um, I think Clyde is gonna compliment compliment my homes a lot. Um, yeah, nothing really special here. They have a dominant offense. They kept every player but one on the offense. So, I mean, there there wasn't really any need that the Chiefs had. Absolutely not, no. So that's why they didn't really have a lot of picks. But I really like Edwards Elaire. That pick was shocking at first, but after looking at it, it's just another weapon for Patrick Mahomes. Um, really hard to tackle. That'll be tough for teams like the Raiders and Chargers who have Absolutely. to play him twice a year. But uh, moving on, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. I'll let you guys take this away. What did you think about the Raiders draft? It's the Chargers next, Lewis. If we're going alphabetical. It's the Chargers. It Chargers. It's alphabetical. Yeah, but the Chargers. That you want to do the A B C A B C A B goes goes before V. Yeah. yeah Anyways, so it's the Raiders. <laughs> it's the Raiders. I was right. No, you're not right. No, no, you're wrong. It's yeah, the Chargers. L-A. Las Vegas. A. It's A L-V. is the first letter of the alphabet, buddy. Yes. Yes. So the Raiders would be before the Chargers. No. 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 L A L V. Las what? Oh, Las- no, I'm talking about Las... Okay, La- Las Vegas, L-A-S. Oh, my Vegas. God, no, you're looking... It's the abbreviation. Los Angeles, Los- L-O-S. No, L- no. Okay, oh I was looking God. at the whole team. You know what? It's this the Chargers. This is so stupid. Let's go. Just Chargers, The char- Chargers. I'm right, I think they though. had a... No, you're not. I think they had a really solid draft at the top with Kenneth Murray and Justin Herbert. Uh, two great picks, and then I think... A really solid pick in the fourth and seventh round for them was Joshua Kelly, the running back out of UCLA, and KJ Hill out of Ohio State. Joshua, in my opinion, he's got a very balanced game. He can catch, he can block, he can run. Obviously, he plays running back. And then KJ Hill's kind of that slot weapon guy. I kind of see them, yeah, kind of like a gadget player in my opinion. A little bit maybe like a, uh, a black Julian Edelman. All right, I, I definitely like the Kenneth Murray pick. Um, I'm not so sure about the Justin Herbert. I mean, I liked it, but um, I think he could potentially be a franchise quarterback for him. But we'll just have to see how it plays out with Tyrod Taylor. It definitely was not a fan of the Justin Herbert pick. I understand it. Not a huge fan. I liked the Kenneth Murray pick a ton. He's going to do great things for that defense. That defense is looking really scary this year. Um, not much else to say about it. Uh, I'd give it a B minus. I'll go C plus here. I'm going to go B. Right. Moving on, we have the Los, Las Vegas nope. Raiders. Los Angeles Rams. Okay, okay, Los fine. Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams. So, with Cam Akers, I think they found their new starting running back. I don't think that um, Daryl Henderson is going to be the guy for them. Then you have Van Jefferson, who is pro comparison was someone like Cooper Cup. Now they're on the same team. So, you got two great route runners with some pretty trusty hands. Terrell Lewis was a great value pick for being an outside linebacker, especially after you lost Clay Matthews and Dante Fowler. So now you got your guy to go opposite of Sansom and Bukam. I think they had a pretty solid draft all around. And then you get Bryson Hopkins, who's a really solid vertical threat tight end in the fourth. I'm going to yeah, give it a uh, B minus. Yeah, during free agency, it kind of seemed like the Rams were like doing some rebuild kind of action. I definitely liked them doing the Cam Akers. I think that'll be a great pick for them. Van Jefferson, you have a weapon. I mean, that's cool. Um, I'll give it a B. 
Yeah, I'd give this draft like a C plus. I wasn't too impressed with it, but um, the the Van Jefferson pick was all right. Cam Akers, not a bad pick. I was thinking maybe they would trade up to get one of those uh top first round running backs, but um, uh, overall not bad. Not much to say about it. But now moving on, can I say it now? Is it it's, Las it's Vegas Raiders? Yeah, now it's, it's Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Now it's the Las Vegas Raiders, LAS Vegas Raiders. So LV. go ahead. What do you guys it's, have it's to L, say about this? LV. That's the LAS. Okay. So for this draft, I think they definitely got Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, whoever you want to call, and maybe possibly even Lynn Bowden. Or, or Nathan Peterman. You never know. Uh, I think they got some weapons for whoever that quarterback is going to be. You got a speedster in Henry Ruggs. You got Brian Edwards. Uh, they're both really great receivers, in my opinion. And then you get Damon Arnett, I think was a little bit of a reach, in my opinion. But he's going to be a solid s- slot cornerback. And I think you got a couple steals in this draft in Tanner Muse, John Simpson, and Amik Robinson. Pretty solid players in the NFL. Yeah, I think this was an A-minus draft. Um, what I liked about the Raiders, it always seemed like they picked the most athletic guy on the board. Henry Ruggs, obviously the fastest receiver in the game or in the in the draft this class. Um, Damon Arnett, a bit of a stretch, um, but not too, not too mad about it. Brian Edwards, he can do it all. I really like that pick. Yeah, overall, I'd give him like a B-minus just because those – first two picks wasn't too impressed i thought like they were reaching on both of them but uh we'll just have to see um moving on now we have the miami dolphins what do you guys have to say about the dolphins for the amount of holes that they had and the amount of had i'm kind of underwhelmed by this draft uh you look at tua obviously that pick had to be made i think they did a great job of smoke screening it but then you get things like uh, Austin Jackson and Noah Igbenihe, who I think you didn't. I think there was a better tackle on the board at the time in Josh Jones. I think there was a better corner on the board in like Christian Fulton or 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 Jalen Jones. And then you see throughout the draft they pick every once in a while they pick an offensive lineman to try to shore it up up front for whoever the quarterback's going to be. And then they, they get a lot of defensive players in Raekwon Davis, Jason Strobridge, Brandon Jones, Curtis Weaver. It, it, it's it's a weird draft. I don't like it a ton, but I do understand that they're rebuilding and they have a lot of holes, so it's hard to miss. But I'm going to give it a uh, – I'm going to give it a B-. minus. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this a B- minus as well. Um, not, too, not too impressed with the two of pick. I think they could have – done something better with that pick. Um, obviously, he's injury-prone. We don't know a lot about what he's going through right now. Um, pretty much needed everything, so Miami Dolphins, I guess. Good for, I, I would have liked them to see – I would like to see, like, a running back maybe, but um, it's not really necessary. But. Yeah, but they, they – uh, I think they traded their fifth-round pick to get Matt Breida from the 49ers, so now their two starting running backs are going to be Matt Breida and Jordan Howard. Yeah, they're looking pretty solid at the running back position. Um, wasn't too fond of the Tua pick, honestly. Uh, same with the Herbert pick. I thought they could have gone a different direction. But, um, yeah, this draft was all right. I'd give it a solid B. 
just because they had so many picks, it was kind of hard to mess up that badly. Uh, didn't like pick number 30, Noah Igbonahi out of Auburn. I felt like there were at least a couple um, better picks than him. But uh, moving on, we have the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to start flying through a little bit. We don't want this yeah. to be an hour episode. So Minnesota Vikings, a ton of picks. What do you guys have to say about this? A well, plus it's, a, it's a ton of picks. Yeah, a plus. I think they addressed a lot of really good positions with Justin Jefferson, Jeff Gladney, Cameron Dancer, Ezra Cleveland. Those are really solid picks up front. They they got great value for them, and this this is one of the best drafts I've seen. Yeah, they definitely got a beast in Justin Jefferson. Um, a lot of picks you can't really miss here. Um, good for the Vikings. Uh, B plus. Yeah, I'd give them an A plus. I'd say they're one of the biggest winners. Um, uh, Ezra Cleveland is what really caught my eye. He's going to be a great offensive tackle in the NFL out of Boise State. Next up, the New England Patriots did not have a first-round pick. What do you guys have to say about that? They the did Patriots? have a first-round pick. They traded out of it, Lewis. Right. They didn't. Which means okay. they did That's what I meant. <laughs> Thanks, Booger. <laughs> that means they didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, but when I Bill Belichick knows something that we don't because you see him taking two tight ends in the third. Um, you see him taking outside linebackers and Josh Uche and Afrene Jennings and then the D2 safety Kyle Duggar from Lenore Ryan. He has to know something that we don't. Yeah, I was definitely surprised when I saw the Kyle Duggar pick out of D2. But you look at the guy, he, he had the biggest hands, like longest legs, like he, man is fast. I mean, Bill Belichick. Um, Let's not turn this into 42. <laughs> he definitely didn't sleep on this man, so. I'll give the Patriots A. Interesting. I'd give them a, a C plus. Wasn't too impressed with it, but um, I, I don't know. Never dealt Bill Belichick. He's obviously drafted really well in the past. We'll see how it works out for That's him. That's part of the reason Next why I gave him an A, new... just to just to be sure in All case right. I'm wrong. Understandable. Next up, the New Orleans Saints. Only four picks. I think they had. They did a pretty good job with what they had available to them. Cesar Ruiz, is, uh, he's a center. They drafted a center last year in the form of Eric McCoy out of Texas A&M. So I don't see why they did that, but maybe they're moving one of those guys. Andres, you know, maybe they're moving on from him or Larry Warford. Zach Bond falling to the third was a steal. Adam Trotman's also a really good tight end. Maybe he'll be taking over for Jared Cook once he's Dan, no, Dan Arnold's, who's at Josh Hill. I don't think Josh Hill's the future for that tight end position. Yeah, I mean, Cesar Ruiz, that's cool. Um, Zach Bond out of the third round, he definitely could have gone earlier. Um, I know he has some issues off the field or whatever, but um, didn't really have any needs to fill here, so I'll give this, I'll give this a B. Yeah, wasn't too fond of the Cesar Ruiz pick, but I really liked Zach Bond and Adam Troutman. Uh, I think they're going to be great players for the future of that team. So uh, next up, New York Giants. I'm going to give this a C plus just because I know Gettleman probably drafted a bunch of busts. Um, the first two picks I really like, Andrew Thomas and Xavier May. That, yeah, I, I don't know very many of these guys past that. <laughs> Yeah, um, definitely disappointed in that fourth overall pick with Andrew Thomas. I think if you're going to get an offensive tackle, you definitely could have gone in another direction with a better player. Um, 
would have liked to see Isaiah Simmons there, of course. Xavier McKinney, I think that was a great pick. Other than that, um, not impressed with anything I saw. I'm going to give this a C or C minus. I mean, I, I would be disappointed with that, but it, it's Gettleman. You had to expect yeah. some surprise. You had to expect something so unorthodox and what we think of as stupid. So, yeah, not too happy with this uh, draft. I'm going to give them a, a D. Yeah, just a D. Jeez. Next up, the New York Jets. I think the name of this draft was Help Out Sam Darnold. You see picks like Mekhi Becton, Denzel Mims, and LaMichael P. Ryan. Uh, those were just, you know, they're, they're solid picks. Uh, Mims going to be there to protect him, and Denzel Mims is going to be going down the field trying to catch the ball. Um, yeah, definitely for that 11th overall, you could have seen a receiver there, go there, but um, they had Mekhi Becton on the board. I really like that pick. And, of course, they got Denzel Mims, which was my one of my favorite uh, picks of the draft uh, late in the second round. So um, definitely not a man to sleep on. I, I think the Jets did well. I'll give him B plus. Yeah, I'll give him an A minus. Denzel Mims was a huge steal. I thought he was one of the best wide receivers in this really talented class. And uh, Mikai Becton, just the pancake king. Um, really happy with the Jets draft here. But uh, next okay. up, we're going to have the Philadelphia Eagles. They passed on Justin Jefferson to get Jalen Rieger. Got Jalen Hurts the second round. Um, I'll start off here. I was not too impressed. I'd say a C-plus here. The Jalen Hurts pick, second round, didn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, Jalen Rieger, I thought Justin Jefferson was clearly the better receiver. Not too happy with this pick or with his draft. Yeah, Jalen Rieger, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't understand this pick at all. Jalen Rieger out of TCU. Um, Jalen Hurts, I don't know what you guys are doing here, but uh, EDP wasn't too thrilled with these, so I'm not thrilled with them either. So <laughs> C minus. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the B B minus on this one. B actually, I'm gonna go to B on this. This draft has grown on me the more I looked at it. Jalen Rager is the, he fits the offense more than someone like Justin Jefferson. I know a lot of people don't like to hear that because he's got more explosive speed. He's going to be able to get down the ball, get down the field, and he can jump up and get the ball. When you're looking at Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz is never available at the end of the season, so I think you need to draft someone to be his, you know, not successor, but his uh, emergency backup because you know he's going down when it comes playoff time. And uh, That's a good point. Well, you know, he he gets injured a lot, and I don't think Josh McCown really worked out for him last year, being that guy. And so. then I, when I at the end of sixth round, I see Prince Tego Winogo, who's a uh, big old dude. So uh, I I think that's a great value pick for the sixth round. All right, all right, moving on. The Pittsburgh Steelers D. didn't have a first round pick. D, yeah, really. I I don't like right. this draft. Go ahead, start I don't. Off. I don't. I don't really like the Chase Claypool. You had Denzel Mims on the board, and I think Denzel Mims was more of a complete receiver, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, just I think there were uh, better ways that they could have gone with these picks. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. I think I yeah. just think that it's well. Yeah, Chase Claypool, it could go either way for me. Um, definitely would have gone with Denzel Mims here instead. Um, but, yeah, um, it's an all right draft. I'll give it a C. Yeah, I felt like there were a lot of reaches here with the Steelers. 
feels like they're kind of falling behind in that division. The AFC North sure. is going to be really competitive. Yeah. Um, not too impressed though. I'd give it a C. Yeah, they really didn't feel any uh, like needs they really needed either. So, right. Uh, next up, the San Francisco Forty Nine. It's the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> it's the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, I'm going by the whole name. So sure, we can go Seattle Seahawks. All right. So I don't know why Seattle does this every time they trade out of the pick. Or, like, the last three years, they take a player that should not go in the first round, in my opinion. Jordan Brooks, outside linebacker from Texas Tech. I saw him as a day two guy, possibly late round two, early round three, but they take him in the first. Then you get Daryl Taylor. Defensive end is not something you need, in my opinion. All you had to do is bring back Jadavion Clowney. But then the rest of this makes a little more sense. You get Damian Wills, Damian Lewis, a great offensive guard from LSU, and a tight end in Colby Parkinson, who's he's pretty solid once he's healthy. He's a great receiving tight end. Yeah, I'm just going to put it out there. Pete Carroll is a smarter guy than I am. Um, Jordan Brooks, I don't know what's going on there, but um, I, I don't really hate this pick at all. But, um, yeah, it's an all right draft. I'll, I'll give it like a B. Uh, I'd give it a C plus. Jordan Brooks, he's got a lot of character. I like the guy. Not sure about his skill level. Maybe Pete Carroll sees something that we don't. Maybe it's just a good scheme fit. Um, overall, though, not a great draft. Kind of underwhelming. But uh, next up, the San Francisco 49ers. I'm giving this thing an A. For the they, I think they only really had two holes, and it was once they traded away to Forrest Buckner, so they needed a defensive tackle. A wide receiver. And they got both of those in guys who I think have a lot of potential. I guess you can make the case that they need a corner opposite of Richard Sherman, but I think Akella Witherspoon still has a chance to turn his career around. And you, they could still sign someone like Logan Ryan. You don't know. But uh, I really like those two picks at the first round. The other guys I'm pretty sure are just going to be depth people, but Brandon Ayuk is a great deep threat, and we've already seen his arm length. So he's going to be able to – he's got a huge catch radius. Um, I definitely think they passed on players they shouldn't have. Um, Javon Kinlaw, he was, he's a good pick, but um, I think they could have gone in another direction with it. Brandon Ayuk in the second round, not a bad pick at all. Um, I'll give it, I'll give it a B minus here. Yeah, I'd give it a, a B, and I would have given it an A if they would have drafted a corner. I felt like they were that was a huge need for them, right behind wide receiver. But I really like the Javon Kinlaw and the Brandon Ayuk picks. So, Last three um, teams. Here we go. Yeah, I'm impressed with that. All right, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do we think uh, about this? A, for what they needed. They got Tristan Wirfs, an offensive tackle to protect Tom Brady, and they got Antoine Winfield, a safety to help out that secondary. I was really hoping in the second round they were possibly going to go running back here, but they didn't. So they circled around in the third and got Keyshawn Vaughn from Vanderbilt, who's a decent receiving back, but – you got you got Gronk, you got Brady, you got Mike Evans, you got Godwin. I don't I don't think they needed very many more weapons. I think they just needed a running back, and they got one. So, yeah, Tristan Wirfs definitely a dope pick. I could have seen him going earlier. I like that for them. Protect Brady. Um, ended up picking two running backs. Um, I would like them. Uh, it's I mean it's all right. I'll go C, C plus there. Yeah, I really thought they were going to pick a running back earlier in the draft. Would have liked to see that. Maybe get like a J.K. Dobbins or J.K. Dobbins Taylor. would have been very uh, cool Wirtz on that team. Was a, 
Of course, yeah. yeah. Tristan Wirfs was a really good offensive tackle. I like that pick a lot. And the Antoine Winfield Jr., um, an all right pick. Overall, I'd say B+. Next up, the Tennessee Titans. B-plus, in my opinion. Um, you have Isaiah Wilson. You get your replacement for Jack Conklin. He's a mauler. He's going to help out a ton in the run game. And that's what they're going to be known for, I think, is pounding the rock with Derrick Henry. Then you get Logan Ryan replacement, in my opinion, and Christian Fulton, who's a really, really solid cornerback coming out of LSU. Yeah, I would like to see them build up the edges more. Uh, I mean, Isaiah Wilson, not a bad pick at all. Um very interesting draft scene Coach Vrabel had. I mean, just for that, I'll give him another grade up. I'll give him a B here. I love the uh, yeah, the kid that was taking the was dump with the door open. Vrabel's house. Yeah. All kinds of things. Uh, Frozone costumes. And then you got uh, Joe The draft was pretty kid. good. <laughs> yeah. The draft, I'd give a B plus. I thought they made the right pick going offensive tackle, pick number 29. That's all I really have to say about that. And finally, the Washington Redskins. Uh, I'm going to go – I'll go B-plus on this. You get the best player in the draft in Chung, and you get Antonio Gibson, who's a running back, wide receiver, kind of hybrid. But then you reach on guys like Sadiq Charles. I get that you traded um, – I get that you traded uh, uh, Trent Williams. But, yeah, I mean, they reached on a couple of guys, and I didn't really like that that much. Yeah, I mean, I'll give this a B. They got the best player in the draft, Chase Young. Uh, love that man. I would like them to see a cornerback picked up by the Redskins or maybe like a tight end later down. But, um, yeah, not too impressed with this one. Yeah, I like the draft just because of the Chase Young pick. I mean, that's he's a game changer. Obviously, he's going to translate to the NFL really well. Um, I'd give him a, give him a B plus. But uh, without further ado, I think that's it. Anyone have any last comments? Uh, go Raiders. Keep balling. Do you. Great. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Find us at Instagram at Fanalyze Sports. Uh, get in touch with us. Give us any feedback, what you thought of each team's picks. And uh, we will see you in the next one.